Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that there is more to confidence in the bedroom or the kitchen or the sex club or a stairwell or the woods or wherever you are. There's so much more to sex wherever you do it than just jackhammering away. But if all you're missing in your relationship is some mutually beneficial stiffness, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office with the doctors that never got trained in sex ed and how to talk to people about it, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They say that there is nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. Of course, I know you sweet listeners know that using confidence to connect, if you can be confident enough to be really vulnerable with someone, to communicate, to create a safe space that you occupy together, that is super hot. That's the foundation of a connection. And if you have a boner, that can definitely help you do certain things that you know that I love, just as long as you don't skip all the other stuff too. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. And as they say, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER. At checkout, you just pay $5 shipping. That is bluechew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, a Pfizer vaccine. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Hello, lovely humans. I am Wyo Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we practice talking about sex by telling stories. And my guest today is going to introduce herself. Hi, I am Quinn. Uh, I am 34 years old. I'm a heterosexual cisgender female. (laughs) I am from originally from the East Coast. And grew up in a single family home, mostly. My parents uh, separated when I was six. So, yeah. That's, Great. That's about it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And would you please tell us, give us a little snapshot of your sexual history and or relationship to sex? Sure. Um, well, uh, I've always been really, like, have a very big sex drive mm. um, in the sense like, so even when I was as little as I was five is when I can remember like just masturbating every day. Really? Oh my gosh. How yeah. did you learn about masturbating? Do you remember? I don't know if I lear- ever learned, like my family never spoke. Like we don't, mm. it was basically like we were co-inhabitants in the same building, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we never asked each other how our days were or anything. So I just kind of, I mean, I'm sure I just started maybe touching myself and then it feels good. Like a lot of young kids do, yeah. um, especially girls, I think start, start younger maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause their body parts are working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always have to wait. A little right. Bit. Right. And I just remember, yeah, like, like every day, multiple, like, and, and then when I got older, every morning, multiple times, like throughout the day, yeah. I remember being young in my in my grandmother's swimming pool and they have like the jet streams that come out from oh, the, yeah. from the, for the filter. And I would stand in front of it because it felt really good there. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then I remember because we didn't have any rules. I, you know, when I was young in like elementary school had access to, and I didn't have a bedtime and I had a TV in my room and there was HBO and, mm-hmm. you know, the whole, is it HBO or is it porn, you know, oh, right. <laughs> like yeah. kind of thing. Um, what do you remember watching? Because I, I grew up without cable oh, on a farm, like, okay. so I didn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. I missed all of it. I yeah. still haven't watched. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone else my age was doing what I was doing. <laughs> um, none of my friends, I'm sure. Uh, not that I talked about it, right? right because. Right. I mean, now I can talk to friends about it because, but now it's I mean, hilarious. I, yeah, like you were a kid. And exactly. That's so funny. But I would watch like Tales from the Crypt because mm-hmm. there would, I mean, just anything that was like, like naked bodies, like anytime, mm-hmm. like there was any sort of like sex or kissing or like, um, I remember even, oh my gosh, I don't know if I've ever like, I'm sure maybe I mentioned it years ago, but in middle school, I remember, um, when the internet was just starting and like AOL and things like mm-hmm. that. And, um, someone had sent like forwarded or where, I don't even remember where I got it, but it was like someone had created like a Sesame street, like porn, like um, not video, but it was like a written thing, like a story. Oh. And it was like, you know, um, uh, you know, I don't even remember the characters, but like they were, you know, it was a very sexual kind of thing. And yeah. I remember hiding it and um, 
reading it and masturbating to that. Oh my God. Like just like, like anything basically. Um, I would, I remember being shameful about it because Mm. I, and I don't, it's interesting because, because nobody ever talked to me about it. The most I got was like sex education in school about, you know, maybe how to like deal with your period when you got older and Mm -hmm. like, you know, maybe talked about birth control or like condoms, but just, I think it's it. It, because in society you just grow up or I'm sure little subconscious things get in that people, when people mention things about certain things, you take that on. Like you just absorb exactly from someone. Right. Exactly. Because nobody ever sat me down and talked about it and right. said, this is bad and this is not. But somewhere along the line when I was young, it happened over time. And um, so I just remember like in the mornings, like I would be kind of masturbating multiple times. Like before I got up, it could have been a procrastination thing too, maybe. Um, but in, in hindsight, I look at it now, definitely. But like, if my mom would come in, cause I wouldn't lock the door and like, mm. and my mom would just like come in sometimes I'd like quickly pull up my hand, you know, yeah. and like yeah. try like hide what I was doing. I don't know if she ever like caught on, caught on or knew what I was doing, but, um, but yeah. And then I'm trying to think of like, of what else? I mean, there's okay. And then <laughs> this is being really uh, exposed here, but I would take a brush, okay, mm-hmm. like a hairbrush, mm-hmm. and put a cut up the fingers off of a latex glove because mm-hmm. I don't have latex gloves, yeah. and put that around the the brush, the brush handle. Okay, the handle part, <laughs> not the bristle part. No, okay. no, I was like, Ooh. I mean. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe, yeah. yeah. Sure. I personally, I'd be scared. Right. But I'm not here to yuck right, someone's yuck. Right. Exactly. That could be a thing, but um, but no, for me, it was the handle part, and uh, yeah, and I would put like <laughs> and use that inside, outside, inside. Yeah. Uh huh. How old were you? Oh gosh, I don't know. I just ask because I remember. <laughs> I don't think I've talked about this. I think I was maybe 11. I don't know. Pretty young. I must, yeah, probably sixth grade. It was before I'd started my period. And I remember a a girl from school who I was friends with, we were trying to figure out where tampons went. And I remember like trying to put a tampon in. Like we were like together, like looking at our vaginas in the mirror, like on my bedroom floor. I don't know where my parents were. I mean, not that they supervised us that closely, but we couldn't get them in. We and we're just so curious about the holes. Yes, yeah, because it's not really talked about. Mm-mm. It's just like assumed that people are going to know what to do. Yeah, which is why I'm actually really thankful that they showed us in school. I think during like my health class mm-hmm. or something, and maybe fifth or sixth grade was the first time. You know, yeah. So that was kind of helpful. You got to see kind of how a tampon, you know, they, right. you know, got put in and me don't think they did condoms then anyway yeah but in college uh I took a health class and she was big into teaching us about like sex and you know brought out a dildo and kind of how to put a condom on like properly and all this stuff and great yeah so that was really really awesome so that's kind of like my first encounters with like just being sexual and you know, just masturbating all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, yeah. And then I lost my virginity or I, um, yeah, lost my virginity. I guess I've I've been wanting to change that phrase a little bit because it's like in, even in that, 
there's like some shame implied to it, right? Yeah, you lost I lost it. something that is like this precious thing and that now now there's something, you know, shameful and different. Right. Whereas opposed to like, no, I'm actually happy with how it happened, you know, like yeah. how it happened, who I did it, you know, and, and being owning it and being proud of it and mm-hmm. being okay with it. So... So you chose to have sex with another person. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And, you know, and it's not something that I've, I've lost, you know, it's, I've gained from it, you know, yeah, Yeah, it's, it's like I've gained from, from that. And every time it's a gain, every time it's like, you know, uh, even if it's not the greatest or if you, or maybe there's a a part of you that was like, man, I wish I, you know didn't choose that person or something, you know, yeah. that, but you know, you still, I still learned from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I was 16. Uh, and, um, I guess technically, technically it was not legal because oh, right. he was what, 18, 18. which is like yeah. two years apart. But, um, anyway, don't that's, I remember when I tried to lose my virginity the first time, that was the first reason I got a no, because I was 17 and he was 20. And mm-hmm. I was like, we've been making out what for like for a year, like what? And he was just like, I can't, it's, it's illegal. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it, I mean, technically, technically yeah. it is, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it's really like, there's only a couple years difference, you know? Right. But yeah. So so what was that experience like, if you care to share? Yeah, it was, well, it was in, <laughs> it was in the, the tube, like a tunnel of a, one of those kids, like <laughs> blow up houses. <laughs> we were at his friend's like, yes. you know, party and they had rented one of these like, you know, kids jumping blow oh up my things. Gosh, that's amazing. And yeah, and everyone was inside like partying and, um, and I think I, it was, I think it was over, you know, or whatever, but we went outside and to take, you know, walk and like we were in the kind of the tunnel there. Oh my God. And yeah, I would love to hear if a woman's first time was ever like amazing because it, or like felt really good because, well, one, I think you're, at least for me, I was scared too, because Mm -hmm. it's the first of doing something. It's something that, like not inherently, but yeah, in our society, like uh, underneath there's a current of shame and like, uh, and this, and then, um, and then not knowing, but it didn't, it didn't feel good necessarily Mm -hmm. because I think we're both. And uh, he said that, you know, he was a virgin as well. So, um, Mm -hmm. it was his first time. And so we both don't know really what we're doing. Yeah. And then I, I, I can't even remember, to be honest, like, I know I didn't come. I can't remember if he did or if like it got cut short somehow, like maybe we heard voices or so. I don't know. But, um, but it was definitely, it hurt. I remember, you know, it didn't feel like the greatest, but, um, but yeah, but he, he's a great guy. We are still kind of in touch, like on Facebook and Mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. um, I'm sure if like I was ever in the area or something and I, hit him up, um, we, you know, we'd probably meet and, you know, talk and yeah. it'd be great. It'd be fun. So that, yeah. Great. Yeah. So I'd love to fast forward into adulthood 
a little bit and just hear what are some significant experiences that stand out to you or what are some things that you love that are sex related? Yeah. Well, in more recent times, I definitely am more open and embracing that I like things harder, rougher, you know, um, definitely like hair pulling is, is great. And like neck choking, stuff Mm -hmm. like that is really kind of turns me on, you know, a lot. And was that, I said I can relate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, because I think also partly because in generally in my life, I feel like I've been this and I've worked, you know, on things, but where I've been this kind of like tough person and have to like, you know, um, kind of, uh, battle my way through life. And like, um, so to kind of have this person almost like just take control. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe it's a little part of the just biology of it. If we're talking, you know, like having the, in a heterosexual relationship, I guess, is like having the man dominate this like female. And at the end of the day, you're in charge. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, Doing it with, with somebody I feel safe with is, is key. I obviously, I would not, you know, want that with somebody that I don't feel comfortable with and have um, a connection, emotional connection with. And I've, I've done uh, some role playing, which has been that. What? That's fun. The first time was like officially putting like costumes on and stuff. Was <gasps> what costume? Okay, I so tell me, tell me. So my boyfriend at the time, I had asked him if he wanted anything in particular for Christmas, and he said, "I want you to be a sexy elf, and I want to be Santa." <laughs> so. Yes. So yeah, so I just went online. I found like a sexy elf costume. And for him, I didn't quite get a full Santa. I think I just found these like Santa boxers and then like a Santa hat. And and then, you know, I think I cannot remember if I wrapped the costumes. Maybe I wrapped his up and then I I wore I wore mine in the closet and then came out with it or something. Oh I can't remember. Gosh. But anyway, it was really hot and awesome and definitely you know, yeah, it was great. I really want to make a ho, ho, ho joke. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm just like almost embarrassed that I said that loud. No. Did you guys like use voices or what, what was it like? If Like what was the play-by-play? Uh, if you, whatever you remember. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I don't know if we used voices. I think it was more of just like, you know, I was probably t- talking maybe kind of sexy and mm-hmm. uh, saying like, you know, Santa, like, what would you like? Or something, you know? Uh, and that, that's kind of all I remember. I just remember it being, like, I think I still had my, like, some of my costume on, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, and that's when I think, like, I had my leg up on a wall or something, you know? Oh my God, and yeah. yeah. And awesome. so it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was great. It was fun. And then most recently, no costumes, but kind of, role-playing this, I think for me too, like this kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not inappropriate, but like 
anyway, so like a, like a, like a doctor and patient type thing or like, you know, like a therapist with the, you know, the patient or the client or, uh, and so, yeah, so we did that, you know, a few times with, yeah, more recently, uh, just, yeah, maybe like a few months ago. Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. If you were listening to this, you are probably like me and you love sex. And you also know that fantastic sex takes more than just a boner. But if that's all that's missing in your connection with your partner, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. You know, that's my favorite. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with the awkwardness that exists because physicians are not often given great guidance about how to talk about sensitive personal things like bone or softness, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. With Blue Chew, penis owners everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. And you know I love a good package. And I have to say, am I allowed to say this? It was very hot when I had a partner who I already had a good, trusting, open relationship. He'd been working on his anxiety, cutting down on screens, meditating, he quit smoking, he started exercising regular, cutting out processed foods, all of that stuff. He was just of a certain age, and I'll just say, the night that he told me he was making his package arrive, it was a very super hot extra layer of turn-on for me personally. So if it's for you, this is a super convenient resource. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com, chew it, and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. You said that your interest in some rougher stuff, and it sounds like maybe some of this role play is more recent. What do you think is the reason for that? For like, like Like exploring now. Oh, um, I think because as you get older, at least for me, Mm -hmm. but I've heard from other people, you're, you're more inhibitions, I guess, kind of fall away Mm -hmm. because you start just more so, and maybe it's because of some of the work I've been doing too on myself, um, like growth and development stuff, but they start to fall away and you start to just own yourself more and not care, you know, not, not care so much about certain things. Like, like I could never talking about totally another, other subject, but I could never poop, go to the bathroom, like in In public places or, or in like only close family friends and, uh, you know, family's homes or close family friends, like not even friends' houses. I would go home uh, from school just to like use the bathroom. Mm. Like I could, I wouldn't even do it in school. But like now it's like, no, it's like, I just, it's whatever, you know? You gotta do what you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's, a, you know, similarly, if this is what I like, there are, there are moments too where I'm still hesitant to really just fully let go mm-hmm. with something that I want. And that turns me on that I like because it is very scary to be vulnerable 
and to really be intimately connected with somebody and not even just sexually, but friends, family, uh, relationships, you know? Um, and so, but just now just being able to embrace that more and, um, yeah. And just being, you know, if this is what I like, let them know. And even if they're uncomfortable, because sometimes they are uncomfortable with Mm -hmm. what it is. But the more that you, and it's like that quote, I think it's Marion Williamson. You know, when you let your light shine bright, you allow other people to let their light shine bright as well, Mm -hmm. more or less. Like I'm very paraphrasing. And so it's the same thing when I can own what it is that I like and want, it gives them permission to do the same and to also embrace what it is that I like, even if they're uncomfortable and be able to kind of slowly get, get past that and delve into it as well. Mm -hmm. And it's wonderful and great to see that because then it brings you closer to, to that person. But, um, and then phone sex too was really. Okay. Tell me about this. I'm (laughs) not at all experienced with phone sex. Yeah. I'm not too experienced with it, but I've done it a few times. One was with my, well, now ex-boyfriend, but we uh, were doing long distance for about six months mm. um, on the different coasts. And I'm being a very, you know, when I'm when I'm not resentful, because resentment will stop that sex drive in oh an instant. God, yeah. uh, but I'm very, you know, a very sexual person with, you know, the person that I'm with, especially if, so it was like kind of in the beginning of us getting back together And so we did the long distance and I was like, Hey, I was like, how about we do some phone sex? And he was like, no, like he was very like scared about it. And I was like, well, uh, I was like, okay. I was like, well, maybe we could try it, you know, sometime didn't, you know, and then maybe I, I brought it up again. And finally, you know, and obviously in the beginning, it's very awkward. Like it's very scary because you're both words do you exactly. How do you start? Exactly. And it's like anything that, that we do, it's when you first do something like even driving a car or that's not the best analogy, but you, you know, it's, it's the unknown. It's very, it's very awkward because you don't, you're, you don't know exactly what you're doing. And then, but then the more you do it, the more you can kind of just like get sink into it and just get there. Um, but it's like any relationship too. If you don't continue to kind of cultivate this intimacy, it becomes very awkward more and more each time. Whereas if you keep that intimacy and that connection and that communication, then it just remains there. It's, it's like keeping that fire there instead of like keep dimming it out. So in the beginning it was very awkward or not awkward, but scary and a little bit awkward in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Right. right. But then once you just release into it and you get into it, you're both then just being there. So it first starts off with like, okay, um, like, you know, awkwardly, maybe like, you know, what are you, what are you wearing? What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you, you know, like, uh, you That's know, literally the right. extent of the experience. Cause if someone had to be like, what would phone sex? I'd be like, what, what are you wearing? That's all I would notice. <laughs> yes. Is. How, yeah. how are you? Is right. it naked? Yeah. How big is your cock? Right. Does this? <laughs> exactly. And, and, and that's like, that's the whole, you know, your, your fear and your like inhibitions kicking in. But then yeah. the second that you just kind of let it go and you're really there and present and, and um, living that 
that fantasy, mm. then uh, then it's you're both really enjoying it. Um, and and I you know I think maybe people do have phone sex in many different ways. I'm sure, but, but tell you me know, what you do as many yeah. details. Like, are you touching yourself? Does it? Oh, how does it? I mean, I am, <laughs> uh, and I'm assuming they you know they are too. And and I think we've also we also talk about that a little bit on mm-hmm. the well when we're on the phone, you know, and what are you doing right now? And, you know, and, uh, oh God, like, I'm so, you know, I'm so wet. I'm like touching myself, you know? And, um, and then like we, you know, how my, how I, you know, go into it is kind of just like visualizing what that person is doing to me or what I'm doing to them. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and, you know, and, um, you know, now I'm like, I'm, I'm buttoning your pants and like, mm-hmm. you know, um, kissing you on your wherever and, um, like belly and going down and, um, and like, it's, you know, it's so big or, you yeah. know, what all the things that like, I would maybe even say when we're together, but it's like now it kind of also sometimes gives you a little more free reign because you aren't there in, yeah. in, the flesh and so then your imagination can kind of like you know and you know and now like you you know you take your um which I've also had experience with like sexting as well oh, and yeah. like oh my gosh some of the things that that I was sent and is like it's I you know it was just like, like dripping sitting there reading, ah! reading it you know but like yeah like things like you know and and um and then I would like you know take your neck and like pin you up against the wall and like you know and um and just you know fuck mm-hmm. the shit out of you yeah. and 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 um yeah so just all that stuff and um and then same thing with the the last person that I had phone sex with was uh was really great you know at first it's it's a little, you know, like I said, that awkwardness, but or that unknowing, and then you just kind of sink into it, and then you know your the sex drive takes over, and yeah. you're just in it. And so. is it more like you're just talking on the phone with them anyway, and then it happens, or is it like we have a sex, a phone sex date? Uh, the last one was definitely a hey, uh, I'm. I'm free now. Like, let's, let's do it. And, and so we called and we do a little catching up, you know, and then how's your day and all this stuff. And then it's like, okay, well now let's, let's do it. Amazing. And, uh, yeah. And I, last time, so currently I have roommates and so it was late at night. So I obviously couldn't be in my place. So I, stayed in my car. I like parked down the street and it was late <laughs> yes. at night and, you know, and so I was in my car. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Did anybody walk yeah. by? No, it was pretty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was, yeah, it was, it was pretty fine. And then, um, and then also the person before that I, cause of roommates had just had sex in the car too. It was like yeah. I was a teen, yeah. you know, again. Which is kind of fun sometimes to have to sneak it, away. It is. It is. Like having to do it there, you know. I haven't brought a boy home to my parents' house in years because I just because of I haven't been dating anyone that they know about. <laughs> they don't know about my master specifically. Mm-hmm. But I do think about that. Like I'm now 29 years old, so I'm like, if I went home, would I just like, want to be like, Mom? Da-? Like I sleep in my sister's bed because she took over my room. So I'm like, where would we? I don't know. 
And so I, I found myself just like in my brain thinking about like, oh, would we drive the car to park in the orange trees? Because I grew up on an orange farm. Yes, yes. <laughs> is that where we do it? Which could be, which is, could be awesome too. Like, could be very I, hot. And yeah. is almost where I lost my virginity, like in a car in the orange trees. Almost. Mm-hmm. Didn't make it, but almost. Yes. So I, w- I want to know, did you have experienced dirty talking before phone sex or is that part of your sex life in when you're with someone in person? I think it's harder when I'm in person. I never experienced yeah. it before I was with my master and that's the first time with him sexting, whole new level and like enjoyment in it. And he dirty talks fantasies to me like while we're fucking and yeah. they're amazing turn-ons, which I never thought I would be, I guess, activated in that way. Yeah. Does he, the the fantasies that he's um, saying during sex, is it about you two or is it about other? It's, it's both. And lately, one of the things that I'm interested in is bringing in other partners to play with us. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it'll be things like, and if we had another woman, here's what she'd be doing to you and I would be doing, and then... You would be in your cage and I'd be, you would watch us from across the room or like one of my fantasies uh, right now is to have a double penetration. So like two, two cocks, two holes. And so he's like, I would be anchoring you and like, like I would be the one in your asshole because he's the only, like one of our rules, air quotes rules, but one of our rules is he's the only person allowed to fuck me in the ass. And that's something that I didn't used to enjoy that now I love very much with him. And I'm also at the point where I'm sort of so protective and it feels so personal that I wouldn't necessarily want just like any dude I might hook up with to like feel like he deserves my asshole, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Um, So the fantasy lately has been, you know, we'll find a person that we're comfortable with and he'll do this and you'll do that and maybe someday we'll find you know, two beautiful women that you like, and then he'll be there too. And it'll be like a fun. So, so it's a lot of, uh, I guess those types of scenarios, bringing in other people or with us, it's sort of like one of my, I don't know, I have fantasies about what if I was just reading a book on this couch and then like you came over and started doing like just very simple fantasies. Yeah. I love that. That's like that. Yeah. I, one of mine is like, yeah, you know, we're just, Doing work on a laptop or something, you know, and yeah. Totally. And I will say, like, my fantasy is, like, I want us to be able to actually work side by side. And then I have, like, a sexual fantasy where, like, I, quote unquote, have to be working or have to finish this novel. But you keep distracting me. But my job is to keep reading. You know, like, that's one (laughs) that I'm just, like. And I don't know if I'd ever actually do that because I'm, like, no, no, I want to touch you back. But, like, it's a hot, like, it's a turn on for me. So it's the first time that I've experienced fantasy as not just the thing that I want to do, but something that kind of augments the current experience, mm-hmm. which is what hearing about your phone sex experience makes me think of. And that, like what you said, that piece about the imagination kind of like yes. making it, I don't know. Yeah. Lovers, we are going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor, and they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice. So I'm very excited and I'm going to do my best. Did you know the Flora app is a safe place to open up? Embrace your desires and find like-minded people. This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, 
and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities, all thanks to Flora. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories. So they downloaded Fleur and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation, learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Fleur's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. A shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Fleur app celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Fleur invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Fleur now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today. I, I think I've probably gotten better with it, you know, being in person, but definitely on the phone there's a little, for me, there's a little more freedom because, yeah. you know, no, you know, I'm not necessarily looking at the person. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, uh, physically being touched except for myself. Mm -hmm. And, but that imagination just kind of goes. Oh my God, yes. Also doing it in like, you know, and I'm sure people have that. A lot of people have that where, you know, doing it in, uh, forbidden places, like, oh, or like, like public so places, public places, you know, do you have good ones? Like, have you done some? I have. Yeah. Oh, one, one, Please um, tell. Give uh, me ideas. well, the car, you know, car, yeah. fine. Um, but one last one was in the parking lot, parking garage mm -hmm. of um, uh, a pretty popular place around here. Uh, <laughs> and, but we, you know, we were in the corner, but anyway, it wasn't, we didn't have sex. I, I just I gave him a blow job, you uh -huh, know, in the uh -huh. car. But that was definitely, you it know. It was parked though? Oh yeah, it was oh parked in the garage. Uh, and <laughs> Not during like off hours either. It was at like oh maybe God. eight o'clock, maybe seven or eight o'clock at night in, you know, but so that, and then out in like a hike on a hike, mm -hmm. you know, um, mm. that was really, that's nice. Like standing up or do you like lay in the leaves? We or? were on a rock. I assume there are leaves. You we were found, on a rock? We found like a, like a big boulder kind of thing and we boulder did sex. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boulder, boulder sex. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, well, this was pretty risky. And I'm <laughs> just thinking back to it. It was definitely like a movie scene. So I used to work at this. Well, okay. It was, it was, a, it was a golf club. And my now, you know, now ex, but boyfriend at the time, we, and he was the, um, the, uh, a, a golf pro there. Oh. And I worked there and we, you know, so we were dating and we snuck into the woman's locker room yes. and went into one of the shower stalls <laughs> and we're having sex and somebody walked in a woman 
walked in into your stall or into no, the showers in, into the into oh the, into the locker room oh my god and we like obviously like stopped and like got real quiet because <laughs> all like if she had needed to take a shower and happened to come you know so anyway luckily luckily <laughs> she went you know she I guess did whatever she needed to do and then left and then we were like and this was during, obviously, we both were working. Oh, my God. And this is dur- oh my you know, God. during operational hours. So it's not like we, we like, broke in or anything. Um, so anyway, it was definitely uh, risky <laughs> and fun. And it was great. Uh, and then we, we made it out. We made it out without, <laughs> without getting caught. Have you ever gotten caught anywhere? Like, any horror story? No, no. <laughs> okay. Any places that are on your bucket list that you would love to I, pursue? I like for a while and maybe I, cause right now I'm not with anybody and I don't actually right now I'm on a uh, self assigned year long abstinence. So really? yes. Would you care to tell us mm-hmm. what made you decide to choose that? Uh, just a lot of uh, kind of, things went down in my life and not necessarily sexually, but just kind of everything overall. So I'm, I guess that maybe plays a part into it, but just everything. And so I had a life explosion where I had a job I hated, cheated on my ex-boyfriend with a female bodied person who was married and everything in my life exploded. So then I shaved my head and went to South America for half a year because I was like, I just can't. Yes. Similarly, I mean, not, I didn't, you know, do any of like that, but similarly and absolutely the the core of it. Exactly. Exactly. And you're just like, oh, oh, my life is, that's not what I thought it was going to be. Yes, totally. And so I just kind of needed to almost hit the reset button Mm -hmm. and just kind of do me for a while. Um, Literally. Literally. (laughs) Yes. And figuratively and just, um, yeah, so Great. I'm you know a few months into it, and uh, how is it going? It's good. It's it's fine. Yeah, I um I'm I'm it's good, just because it takes it takes certain thoughts, pressures, yeah, uh, kind of muddying certain things right now uh, out of the out of the water in a way. It takes that out of the the equation, and so. Um, it's hard sometimes because I, I generally do meet a lot of people and, mm-hmm. um, and even like I kind of went to coffee with this one person and um, I could definitely see myself like liking that person, yeah. um, which I think he may, you know, you kind of can feel. Yeah. And, but I'm, I can't, you know, I can't pursue it just because it's, I'm wanting to do it for this full year. And so anyway, but, and I think I brought that up because we're talking about bucket list places yes. to have public So in the sex. past, oh, good, good memory. Yeah. I, in the past, I wanted to do it in a dressing room, like, okay. you know, like we sneak in and then oh God, like yeah. have sex in the dressing room. Um, uh, and trying to think of where else Airplane i mean bathroom i was, I was like the classic right i was just gonna say the mile high club right i, ha- I could not imagine i'm i'm so shy in that way to the point where i think i actually might get like freeze response like i can barely have sex 
in the morning. My partner can't, he's in a position where he can't spend the night that often, but when he does, if, if I have stuff to do that day, like I kind of can't even focus if I'm like, oh, it's eight o'clock. I need to, so I feel like I would just get too nervous. And I just so admire people that are like, that's the fun part. Right. Like I know a woman who gave a guy a hand job on a plane, a stranger who's sitting next to her under the airplane blanket, like until he came. I think he came in the airplane blanket, if I'm remembering the story correctly. So guys, watch out for those airplane blankets because I don't think they really wash them. Only take the ones out. Yeah. Out of the bags. Out of the bags, right? Yeah. Make sure they have the bag on them. That's that's amazing. And that's something that like, yeah, the last person I was with, like I was definitely more of the like instigator in like PDA, you know, PDA and just like, you know, under the table while we were at dinner, this like, you know, touching. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, I could, I could do that on an air. I could probably do that on an airplane. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about a stranger, but I know. Right. I was like, how did that even happen? She was like, we made eye contact and it was on. And I was like, (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm, uh, who's to say that that would never happen to me, you know, like I, can't ever say I would never do that. Yeah. Um, because with a stranger. So, <laughs> hey, you know, if, if there's a connection, there's a connection. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, so, yeah, I, I could, that I could do just because, um, I mean, I'm curious to know, though, was it, were they the only two in the row? You know? They must have been. I can't imagine. I mean, unless I the person was, was sleeping next unless to Unless the person was sleeping. But even then, like the other direction, like no matter where you're sitting on the airplane, like right. the rows go all the way across. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I, I would do it if I, if, um, if it, if it was, you know, if you were able to kind of yeah. hide it well enough. Yeah. Um, I did remember like one of the last flights I was on, two people came out of the bathroom. Yeah. But I just don't understand. I, I am a small, relatively yeah. small person. Yeah. And I can barely fit in there. Yeah. Those are tiny spaces. So I don't know what, like. You just like morph together and yeah. then you go in as one. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they, and they weren't like the tiniest people. So I don't know how. I mean, in that in case, I think they need a commendation. Seriously. Like, good job, guys. Yes. Yes, <laughs> definitely. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but that's, those are my, I'm trying to think if there's any other bucket list ones. Um, what about fantasies in general or just things that you would like to have play out? Yeah. Sexually? You know, I've always Want, and it's the it's the my go to porn. Um, like when I look up porn, mm-hmm. is like is threesomes, mm-hmm. but they have to. I like the kind of scenario, uh, porn stuff. Yeah. So it's like when there's relationships there, or like when there's like it's like um like forbidden stuff, or um yeah. you know, but. So anyway, threesomes, I've never had one and I've, you know, I've always, not always, but for a while I've been, it's something that I've kind of thought about and wanted to do and been open to it. It's just never, I never made it happen. I never had necessarily the opportunity to, I'm sure if I really wanted to, I could seek it out and, um, and I'm trying to think if my boyfriend at that time was open to it, Mm -hmm. I'm sure he would have been. Also, just to clarify, threesomes of a man and a woman or two dudes or? At, at first, I I think I'm like both now, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like I would be fine with 
two guys or, um, you know, another girl and a guy, Mm -hmm. three, three ladies, I would, I would be open to that. But I guess in my mind, more of what I would want would be with my part with, with my partner. And so, uh, you know, would be a guy and then either another lady or another man. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd be open to three. I asked that question in a very close-minded way. I didn't even, I didn't even offer the option of two women. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, but in thinking of that, like I, I would be open to that too, you know? Um, I'm just pointing, I'm just calling myself out because like the the story, the ingrained stories run so deeply. Totally. Even though I like Everyone. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. I didn't yeah. even present the option. Well, the good thing is we're, you know, you're becoming more, we're becoming more aware yeah. of, of certain things. Yeah. And I think that's, um, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's one of them. And I, I don't know. It's like when that, when I'm turned on, I'm open to more things. Oh. A hundred percent feel that. Like, yeah. it's like, so yeah. I sometimes might not, like my my present state right now might not be able to go there. Yeah. But and when, if I'm stressed or tired, fuck off. Like, I can't, don't touch me. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, and especially if I'm resentful. Yeah. That is yeah. Yeah. first one. But, but so when I'm in that moment, then more, more like of my inhibitions get, pushed away and I'm able to really kind of be like, okay, yes, mm-hmm. like let's just fucking do it and let's just do that. And like, like I've never had, and it's always been, um, I just kind of had to go with it. So the last person I was with, it was the first time he had licked my ass. Like uh-huh, I had never uh-huh. had my ass licked and, um, you know, like finger in there. Yes. But mm-hmm. it's and, a very personal thing. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's, uh, but he just started doing it and I was like, was like, okay, it's happening. Yeah. It's, it's happening and I'm going to enjoy it to the extent that I'm enjoying it, you know? And, and what was that experience like for you? Like, what do you, what did the enjoyment feel like? Or was it there? <laughs> yeah, it, it was just because if he's enjoying it or like if he, you know, and, and if he's enjoying doing that to my body, then I enjoy it. You know, that's kind of, um, there were things where, oh, like, you know, there, there are things that I personally, that personally don't turn me on, but Mm -hmm. because it turns him on, it then turns me on because he's turned on by it, you know? So like one of the things was like, he liked his, his like thumb and fingers like kind of sucked a bit and like, Mm. like put them in my mouth and like, liked and I didn't that doesn't necessarily turn me on Mm -hmm. but because and I you know and I asked him what what he liked about that and um I don't know if I could put it into the right words like what he was describing but he but anyway because that turned him on it allowed me to just be turned on by by that by yeah, him proxy. you know and it's so like then responsive arousal yeah and then so then I would then want to do that more mm-hmm. and be you know mm-hmm. in it so sometimes it's hard to say because until you're there and in the moment uh you don't know sometimes what will yeah be fun and enjoyable and turn you on and things totally and so that's why it is it is 
fun and wonderful to have a person to explore with and who's open to that. And, um, because it, it is wonderful to be able to try new things and have fun yeah. and it is part of life and it is part of who we are and, uh, and everybody has different things that they love and that turn them on and everything is okay and acceptable as long as both people are consenting, right. you know, and nobody's getting hurt without their wanting it mm. and, um, or being violated, yeah. you know, and, yeah. uh, without them wanting it. So yeah, that's, I love that. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. I have a last question for you. I actually have two more questions for you. The first one is, if you go back in time and give your previous self some advice, what age would you pick and what would you say? And then the second question, you'll get to ask me anything you want. Okay. <laughs> if you have one. You don't want one. Um, oh, man. I, I'm automatically going to like... The question that I like, I wrote down to answer like what I wrote. Um, if I could go back in time to any age, you know, I would, I would probably go back to maybe just in my. Maybe my, like, early 20s and just tell her to uh, to just be okay being intimate and close and just let it just embrace, like, just own it and embrace what it is that you want. And, and I don't know, it's, it's kind of not super specific, but yeah, I don't know, more I of that, just great. like own yeah. it and embrace it and, and yeah, and just connect with the person that you're there with and your body yeah. and be there. And for me, I feel like it took me so long to be able to identify any of my own specific desires. And it started with, I'm, I'm saying this because it, what you just said reminded me of it, it started with me getting in touch with my body. Like literally, and I mean quite literally, feeling my body instead of being in my fucking head, being like, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Does he like this? Does she like that? Yes. yes. So I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I get to ask you something. If you want to. I'd be okay. I'd be open to hearing now what, what like, the, the biggest thing maybe or one thing that you delving into your current sex life now, how that has changed or influenced the rest of your life oh my god it's huge I feel like the more 
in touch with my sexual being I get, the better my work as an artist in all facets becomes. Like, there is a direct correlation with the freedom that I feel in auditions, with the fucking circles that I'm obsessed with painting. The last two weeks, I've been more in touch with my physical body. My master and I went through a period where we weren't seeing each other. We kind of broke up, and we were in a renaissance phase. And the last two weeks, <laughs> I was laughing at myself because I was like, I think my photography is getting better. <laughs> and I didn't connect it until just this moment. But it is a level of freedom that makes me feel to get a little spiritual in touch with capital S source, whatever the mm -hmm. fuck that means, like mm -hmm. the creative energy. Mm -hmm. And one of my first guests, Diana Valentine was talking about how she experiences sexual energy as not specifically like body parts touching each other, but this creative source energy. And the more that I continue to I guess, see sex with other partners, with another partner as an act of self-love, the more I feel in touch with my own self, but also people in the world. Mm, yes. So that's, it's been fantastic. And in this relationship specifically, it's been interesting because I have been on this journey of like, I'll never date a single person again. I'm polyamorous. And then falling in love with this person, this I have such a strong bond with my master because I had truly no idea what that relationship could be. So I have days where I'm like, nah, I'm good. It doesn't matter that he's older than I am. I don't care, you know. So it's just been interesting to kind of watch those like day-to-day -day pieces with the whole overarching piece of like the more I get in touch with my sexual needs and desires and stand up for them. Like mm -hmm. when when our relationship was not in a healthy place, I did, I was like, this is no longer healthy for me, so I can't do it. And that literally, it's not a direct uh, correlation, but what I see in my life is when I stand up for myself in that way, everything fucking opens up. So, Yes, I love that. Yeah, it's a little hippy-dippy. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for oh having God. me. Amazing. This is awesome. It thank is amazing. So and for our listeners out there, Quinn is a stranger to me. She just showed up today and was like, yes, I'm willing. So that's amazing. Yes. And I hope it inspires we, all of you to go out and share some sex stories. Yes, definitely. Yes, we just met today. So this is, <laughs> but it's been, it's been so wonderful. Lovely humans. Thank you for listening. If you appreciate the work that I put into this podcast, I would love it if you took the time to leave us five stars and a nice review wherever you get your podcast, especially Spotify. Since last year's troll attack on our ratings is still affecting our ability to be found via search. <laughs> I do love getting to know you and hearing your stories and meeting you lovely humans in real life. And remember, if you want to collaborate, apply to be a guest or leave us a single story voice memo via xstoriespodcast.com or sexstoriespodcast.com. Sex stories are always going to be my favorite, but now I also have question lists for love, friendship, dating, relationships, marriage, divorce, secrets, and so much more so that we can learn about connection through each other's experiences. I fucking love getting your emails and voice memos and receiving thoughtful noodle messages. It truly is hearing from you that fuels this work for me. And if you want to go deeper with me, get to know me, and support this podcast in meaningful, concrete ways, find me on Patreon, OnlyFans, FetLife, Venmo, Cash App, and all social media platforms at Wyo Lee, 
or work with me privately for photo and video shoots, relationship support, creative breakthrough sessions, and retreats. yole.com slash links is where you can find the list of all the ways to play with me, and the link is in the description below. Thank you for joining me to spread ripples of love, to co-create a world where taking care of each other is the norm. Thank you for spoiling and inspiring me with your stories and your support. Please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and remember to share stories in the name of lovely human connection.